Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. This is Here when, we go. This is when mom and dad start to fight. I'm already <laughs> uncomfortable. This is this is uh yeah, this is they go out drinking, mom and dad go out drinking and they come home and start talking about how when they go out, they uh, one of them always spends too much time talking to other people. The night was supposed to be about them and suddenly it's about everybody else. <laughs> I'm about to break a glass just to just to make the the stress and the attention about something else because I really yeah. can't handle this. Well, maybe if maybe if maybe if somebody made me feel important every once in a while, I wouldn't have to talk to everyone else. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Mm-hmm. How much do you think I weigh? I don't know. One. How much do I weigh? I don't like, even you, know how much I weigh you right would, now. You would. You are. You're at a carnival. This is uh-huh. your tryout to be a carny that isn't behind the scenes. And nobody I'm wants to say, be behind the scenes carny. So this is your chance. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to say you are 162. 163. Wow. Yeah. Bam. Very, Bam. Very good. Very good. Very good. You've graduated the midway. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> yes. Carney. I know all the marks coming through. Do they have carnivals in Europe? Yeah, in other places, but are they? I thought carnivals. Carnivals feel like a very American thing. At least our our version of carnivals. Oh, there, there's are dark carnivals. It's all like vampires and werewolves. Dark carnival. That's what. Uh, that's what insane clown posse throws. I, t- <laughs> I, I asked a serious question. <laughs> I gave a I gave a serious answer. Thanks. Uh, I was responding to Kevin's answer. Well, I, I've never been to a carnival in Europe. That'd be pretty fun because everybody would it'd be like going to a real life Renaissance fair. Well, like, do you, do you think, <laughs> but, this is the Middle Ages in Europe. Well, I'm wondering if, like, I'm trying to imagine a bunch of Italians like doing the ring toss or something. And I just can't see that in my head. That just yeah, seems... but they do it with a guy laying down in his erect penis. <laughs> They're very horny, and then and then and then did if and then if they get the ring, everybody goes a pasta time. And they all eat a big out of a big bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> That's what they do. I'm sure. I'm sure you're right. Maybe some of our international listeners can send us photographs of European Ooh, carnivals. That would be nice. Yeah. I would like to see that. I, I like to think there's more nudity in their carnivals, but I, I can't. There's peep shows at European carnivals. Yeah, they're a lot more They're a lot more cool about sex stuff. They are in Denmark. In our square-ass country. I went to a... One time we played a festival, and they had some rides. Maybe it was at... I think there was like some carnival rides, but one of the things they had that was real crazy was you go, and it was a... It was a outside bar, 
and it was like a like a rectangle bar and then the bartender was in the middle of the rectangle and you go and it could seat about maybe 10 people around the whole thing and you go sit down and you they you, they buckle you in and then they lift the entire bar up super high so you're just hanging high above the earth and it slowly turns around but it's like there's no back to you're just kind of like i mean i think there's like a little back to your chair but you're just hanging up there above everything and then you get drunk and it's real but it was, it was very <laughs> scary it was really fun nice. those euros they know how to do it were you buckled in yeah, you're buckled in. Okay. 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 You know, you could unbuckle yourself and fall out if you if you if you wanted to. It'd be a weird way to go, but I don't know. How how long were you up there? Were you long, could you have like a couple drinks or is it just you get um, a drink and then you Yeah, it's about about the length of a drink ish, you know? Mm-hmm. Man, that would be a lot of fun. It was fun. It's super it was a lot scarier than I thought it was gonna be. Um you know, I'm not afraid of heights, but I have the natural human fear of heights that anyone would have. But I'm not like overly scared. I don't scared. like man-made heights. That seems to make a difference. Like I don't like to be on tall structures, but I don't mind being on a cliff. I whenever I when I was in the, the Grand Canyon, I definitely I was equally scared. Pretty grand, would you say? It was, I was, at best, it was great. <laughs> the, the Great Canyon. You just didn't drive far enough. Really yeah. disappointed. But it is crazy. Like, there's no guard. The the place I was at, there's no guardrails. And not only, like, walking on the outside, but also, like, walking on the outside, you just kind of think, like, oh, man, somebody could just, wouldn't be hard for somebody to just shove you and you go tumble to your death. Or vice versa, when people are walking by and they're on the outside, it'd be like, man, It'd be really easy to shove them <laughs> to their death. And then I'd get rock hard. <laughs> That's right. And play the ring toss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe Europeans don't don't think about randomly murdering people as much as we do. <laughs> maybe that's not as much of a problem over there. They don't have any canyons. That's true. Didn't they? I don't know. They had they had Jack the Ripper. A lot of people think he was from Austin. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think he moved to Austin, actually. I don't know if you know oh, that. That makes sense. That the, uh, the Moon Tower murders mm-hmm. are around that same time. Because Jack the Ripper wasn't as far back as a lot of easy as, as you would think. It's like the Old West yeah. kind of times. Well, it was like mm-hmm. even late Old West. It was 1888. Yeah. When Sam Bass was busily hiding his ill-gotten gains in a cave somewhere near Denton, Texas. You know how he got all those ill-gotten gains? How's that? Coupon fraud. It's <laughs> <laughs> a callback. The Call last back. episode. Yeah. Is there any coupon coupon podcasts? Not just this one. We're the first. Did we fuck up again and miss a much more a much more profitable model for this? Because I can talk about coupons. Yeah. I I loved coupons when I was a checker. There was nothing better when people showed up with giant stacks of coupons. It was a lot yeah. of fun. I've I've thought about that before, if making my own coupons and just rolling in and go like, ah, oh, it says that I get a it says that I get a free Xbox. I don't know. It was in the paper. Oh man. It was in the local newspaper. What's the I don't know which one. <laughs> One of them. I would love to see you try that. That would be such a funny thing to watch. <laughs> yeah, I was be like, it, it was in actually, it was in People Magazine. <laughs> hey, just for the listener, for the listener, Mike was in People Magazine this month. Oh yeah, people have some people online, so it's even more prestigious. <laughs> mm-hmm. In a slide 
show. <laughs> well, does it feel good to be, you know? Man, it feels great. All day, all day, I've been walking around. People have been running up. Like, I've seen you in People Magazine online concert recap in a slideshow. So why, why were you in uh, People again? Because uh, I'm dating Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we going to do the news? Is there uh, is this the a news. point to this? Yeah, let's get this started. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. I'm by Bay and down in the bowels of the audio jungle, fighting a decibel tiger and a mid-frequency snake. <laughs> it's Mark Ryan. Hey guys, you guys doing all right tonight? You having a good None? night? Hey, this is did Mark just inquire as to our state of mind? Whoa. Does it ever happen? Oh. Man, that yeah, feels I, good. I, it's good to be cared about. I mean, it's better now. Yeah. yeah, I was having a bad night, yeah. but now. Wait Man, I shoulder. slept 12 hours last night. Oh, my God. You oh. slept like a teenager. I don't know that I slept that much when I was a teenager. Do you sleep more when you're a teenager? I slept all the time when I was a teenager. I can't sleep now. I did cut no. myself, but do I sleep that much? <laughs> you found a way to occupy your time. Mm. Why did you sleep for 12 hours, Mike? That's a long time. I don't know. I was just fucking exhausted, I guess. And uh, I don't know. I just like like overly exhausted for I don't know why. But it, I mean, I got scared. I, I was really like, do I have COVID? Was it? A, do you think maybe it was a, a post people let down? Like it was the high of being people online. And then... Yeah, it was. You know, I never thought of that. There's dizzying highs and death defying lows. <laughs> when you're when you're the subject of. America's number one in cap grabber. Yeah. One page, it's me. Next page, it's Blake Shelton. Maybe it was all the oxygen in Vegas. Yeah. That or the drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll wear you out, man. Yeah. You did have a lot of weird travel that you probably aren't very used to. Yeah, it is it is weird to do be doing anything again recently. Yeah. I'm definitely more used to not doing things. Oh yeah, I ran into your uh bandmate. You you be rolling over to Piggly Wiggly. Just take care of some, take care mm-hmm. of some stuff. The local Jack Shack. <laughs> to uh, you know, stop at the Jack Shack and got a an iced tea. And I hear behind me, "Hey, Kevin," and I look and it's John Hodge. And I'm like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And he's like, "Just got back from Vegas." And I said, "Oh, uh, did you go to punk rock bowling?" And he goes, "Yeah, I played." I said, "What band are you in?" And he goes, "I'm in the Draculas." <laughs> And I had forgotten he was in the Draculas. Yeah, we did a two-drummer deal. Nice. We are the first band to ever do it, ever, actually. No one had ever done it before, and especially not in the DFW area. <laughs> and we invented it, and it's a great success. Actually, for real, though, we definitely were like, used Mind Spiders as a, as a reference for how it could be done. The listeners, that's Mark Ryan's, one of Mark Ryan's. It's also a huge pain in the ass. A lot of drums. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be, it's not, it's not going to be an every show thing. It's going to be kind of a, you know, a special, specialty show. Was it, was it fun to see the disappointed look in the sound man's eyes? <laughs> yeah. Like when you started sitting. That's like, always like, a good time. Like those fucking pricks just. But to be honest, most sound men always have a disappointed look in their eye. <laughs> Either disappointment or anger. <laughs> Were the drummers playing the exact same thing? No, they're just making it up as they went along. <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> so, our Can first story. Talk about the news, please. 
Let's just story. get to the news. Can we get to the news, Kevin? Can we get to the news, please? Are, are you ready? Are you sure you're ready, Brian? Our first story. I just want to make sure that we get to the news quickly. On. <laughs> this is starting to become upsetting to me. Our first story comes to us from the BBC. Ah, that boys club. That boys club. In late September, a 50-year-old Turkish man had been drinking with friends when he wandered into a nearby forest. After some period of time, and I couldn't nail down exactly how long it was. I looked at it for a couple places, but uh, I think it was a couple hours. He didn't return, so police set up a search party to find him. It's unclear exactly what happened next, but eventually the man stumbled across the search party and decided to join them. After a few hours of searching, the man realized the search <laughs> party had been calling his name and that they were looking for him. He then declared, <laughs> quote, I am here. <laughs> that is so fun. That is so yeah, fun. I, I like this whole thing. This is all of this is pretty great. This is delightful. I, I will tell you, I, I, I uh, have a date with a with a Turkish lady tomorrow. And mm. I sent her this story, and she said, this is the most Turkish thing that has ever happened. Are you going to get some Turkish delights? No. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Not when she listens to this. Exactly. That's she has right. listened to the podcast. So. Oh, no. She I'm listens sorry. to the podcast and still wants to go on a date with me, so I don't know what's wrong yeah. with her. She's probably, it sounds like she's probably drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that, but I have a text from her right now saying that she's drunk. Leave, leave that in, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where uh, I am here. Oh, so he told police on the scene, quote, don't punish me too harshly, officer. My father will kill me. He was 50. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Police then gave the man a ride home, and it's unclear whether he was fined. Was his dad mad, though? <laughs> it, it didn't, there was no follow-up. Wow, that is, oh, man, that is... Great. Where did that happen again? Uh, Turkey. Man, I want to move to Turkey now. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't think things are so great in Turkey. Oh, I'll go over there and I'll go sell heroin. What would be the big deal? <laughs> I, I think there's Touché. at least one movie. At least one what? movie about about that. Oh, Midnight what? Express. Yeah, I think that's not a good. Uh, I wait. That's that movie with Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin, and they're going on a run. <laughs> that's what Midnight Express is about. <laughs> Midnight Run. No, no, no. That's no. no. Are you thinking about one of the Beethoven movies? No, Mike? it's no, it's Midnight Express, and they go on a run. They're on the run. That's what the movie's about. <laughs> I, it's a man, real, it's a real joy. That's I wish I could. I wish I could do that. Get lost, <laughs> join my own search party. <laughs> well, it's just it's such a it's it's just a nice story. Like there's nothing yeah. nothing bad happened. It's just there's not there's rarely something from a screwball comedy that actually happens in real life, <laughs> right? You know, and just, just the fr the phrase "I am here" is perfect. Yeah, it's the perfect thing to say as you realize everyone is calling your name. I just I like the idea that he's out there. Like if I was searching for myself, going Kevin, Kevin, and then I'm like, what? Why? But like what? Oh, like what else me. does he like? Does he like? you know sit down next to a dead body and talk to it for a little bit before realizing it's a dead body and then go 
he's too scared. <laughs> he can't get anyone's attention. <laughs> or, or you know, like, uh, like he's quietly trying to back up, and somebody else is trying to quietly back up, and they back up into each other, and then scream. <laughs> That's ah, it's just the best. So this next story was emailed to us by Blake. And Blake also sent us a picture of a vinegaroon that he photographed in Florida. Oh. Oh, they got him in Florida? Pretty fucking cool. Was it a stone vinegaroon, or they naturally occur in Florida? They uh, they naturally occur in Florida. So he knows about the stink in Florida, then. The the vinegar stink. (laughs) No, that seeping. Oh, the... The seeping. Yeah. Old malt liquor smell. (laughs) Basement stench. (laughs) You know what? I don't think they have basements in Florida. Ah, uh, the weird, weird, weirdo. Some of the weirdos have them. Yeah, that's where all the serial killers. Where else are serial killers going to bury their, going to fuck oh, their yeah. dead bodies? True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you want to save it for a while. Yeah. You know, I just want to put it in the swamp. It won't last. Well, you want to fuck it later. <laughs> this Isn't next story, as dark as this that's is, one thing you could do with a dead body. That's as dark as this is. This next story may be darker. So if if it's too dark for you. Feel free to blame Blake. Uh, it comes to us from Vice. Should we warn everyone with a with a frail disposition to turn down their radio set? I yeah. want you to cover your children's ears. Children and religious types, turn down your radios. <laughs> and I don't know how you're getting this on the radio, but... <laughs> 98.9, the eagle that rocks. <laughs> Back with INS. <laughs> That's right, like we're about to instruct somebody to cut off their dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call back. Hey-o. Yeah, so this comes from Vice. In early September, a woman in the southern Chinese province of Guangdong placed a one-month-old stranger... I didn't laugh at laugh that. Laughing at Guangdong, I swear not, to God. Not, not a big deal. <laughs> placed a one-month-old... Uh, I, Guangdong is a huge market for the Jack Wharton films, so... <laughs> Placed a one-month-old stray kitten <laughs> up for adoption. It was adopted by a man who claimed to have experience taking care of kittens. However, after the man took possession of the kitten, he messaged the woman, threatening to kill the kitten unless she sent him nude photos. The woman refused, so the man demanded 300 Chinese uin, which, yes, Brian, I looked up the pronunciation, oh, Chinese won. currency, and it's uin. Uh, which is about $47. And that's right. He wanted the two adults. Seems like he would have just gone for 50 bucks. A round number. <laughs> yeah. And he also wanted the two adult cats the woman was keeping. Wait, he wanted more cats? Yeah, he wanted more. I think he was going to blackmail her with. He's going to be like, give me the money and your cats. And then he'd be like, now that I have your cats, give me more money. He's not good at this. <laughs> The woman reported the case to the police and shared her experience in an animal rescue chat group where several men said they were victimized by the same man. It's unclear if the men were blackmailed for nudes, but one said he received videos showing his cat being tortured after he refused to pay $155. Now, how many, how many you want is that? Probably around a thousand. It seems like a 155, just go up to 160 or leave it at 150. You're just having him break another. It's a weird number. You're right, Mike. That's a weird number. I don't it's understand. hard to get a five. This guy, everything you're saying about this guy, right on down to the dollar amounts, makes me think this guy's a real weirdo. 
And already this feels a little less fun than a Turk getting lost and then finding himself. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. But we got to cover, we got to cover the hard hitting stuff too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fortunately, two days later, police arrested the man for suspicion of extortion. It seems that China does not have a national law on animal cruelty, and the country seems to rely on public shaming where many abusers have been dismissed by schools and employers. Hmm. Well, so what happened to this guy? Uh, I, I think the case is still pending, but he's under arrest. Well, he's under arrest, so that's something. Weird that a, that a country that practices ethnic cleansing and slave labor wouldn't have laws about animal cruelty. It's strange that they wouldn't. I don't know that any of those things have been proven. I thought it been well documented. <laughs> I think it is well known that those things are happening in China. I just, and your I obsession, know. your obsession with whitewashing away China's I'm, crimes. I'm, that's not, I'm not, I'm not, if, the, yes, if, if crimes are bad, but there's a lot of people, there's way too many people to be committing crimes. There's just some people that just love a good action-packed movie. They love... <laughs> To eat popcorn at they the cinema. Need a, they need a break from their troubles after. They need a break. After. They they need a break from. Okay, let's, let's right. just even say that maybe somewhere, sometimes something bad does happen. Don't you think those people deserve something to get their mind off of that kind after of stuff? A, after a sixteen-hour shift in the sneaker factory, they need a. <laughs> yeah. They need a, they need a, an hour and forty-five minute break watching one of the Jack Warden uh, films. They need a they need a funny they need a funny comedy about a Turkish man who gets lost and joins his own search party, <laughs> who whose brakes go out while he's going down a steep hill, and the only thing that slows himself down is a bunch of guys are tr- they're walking across the street with big panes of glass. <laughs> Does he try to wave them off with his yeah, he's, really yeah, big oh, motions yeah, of his arms yeah. for a while? I mean, that's the kind of thing that you hear and you're like, ah, oh, that makes life a little bit lighter. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the real crime is me wanting to make the world laugh and knowing it's not entirely possible because, <laughs> because there's not enough cinemas and there's not enough theaters. I'm, I'm glad you've identified the real victim. That's, <laughs> that's good. It's good. It, yeah, it's me that hurts because I can't give joy to every single person. <laughs> How does Jack Wharton feel about cruelty to animals? Oh, he he doesn't like it. He would go punch that guy. You know what? I'm going to say right now, this guy, he's not allowed to see any of my movies. <laughs> That's some real justice. I, I will be happy to go send a picture of this guy to all the Guangdong cinemas with a picture and said, not allowed. To any uh, Mike Weeby joints, which is my production company. It's a bold stand you're taking. Wow. That's... Whatever. I don't care about I don't care about the profits. I care about the people. Hmm. That seems inconsistent with everything <laughs> else you've said up to this point. No. No, it doesn't. I mean, you can say it doesn't, but I think the record speaks for itself. Yeah, but if I say it doesn't, then people <laughs> might know that it's not. Well, agree to disagree, I guess. I will not agree to that. No, okay. Well, I agree. I agree to agree, and you agree with me. No. Do you agree, agree to agree? Do I also accept your the? What is it? You accept that I accept your apology? Is that happening? Yeah, right now I too? accept that you accept my apology. Yes. <laughs> so our next story comes to us from NPR. Hmm. NPR. What does that stand for? 
Now people realize. That's a fun name for a new source. Oh, yeah. Kind of announcing that because of your existence, people, we should have used that for our name. We really fucked up. Last month, Oreo launched a new promotion where a limited supply of Oreo cookies would be emblazoned with one of 16 Pokemon. Oh, cool. These packs of Pokemon Oreos are sold in stores for less than $4, but they've already sprung up on eBay for $20 or more, and one even sold for $1,200. New flip tip right here. Get yourself them Oreo Pokemon. Get yourself a sleeve of those. Buy them from the store for $4. Flip them for $20 or more on eBay. The, that's, another, that's another flip tip. And it doesn't end there. Each pack of Pokemon Oreos includes a random selection of characters like Pikachu and Charmander. But some also include an extremely rare Pokemon Oreo of a character named Mew. Oh, yeah. Mew's, Mew's one of the best ones. Is that your favorite? No, but he's one of the best ones. Who is your favorite? Uh, Chica Bong Dong. He's like a sort of bird. Worst. <laughs> it's the worst Pokemon name I've ever heard. Ah, Chica Bong Dong? Yeah, Chica Bong Dong. <laughs> kind of a bird. What, what, are, what are his powers? He can shoot lasers from his eyes and his and his breasts. <laughs> Chickamondon, yeah. Chickamondon. The, the, the well-established, well-known Pokemon. Chickamondon, I, I choose you. <laughs> Mew Oreos are selling on eBay for prices ranging from $50 to $100,000. Some listings promise mint condition cookies. One claims the cookie was only handled with tongs. And I even found a listing for a supposed Mew variant cookie. However, some Pokemon fans are reportedly holding their ground and refusing to buy these Oreos because employees of Nabisco went on strike in August and asked the public to boycott Nabisco products. Yeah, strike. Fortunately, that strike settled in late September. So if you're looking to catch them all, you better start before they sell out. That's flip tip number two. Buy low, Oreo. Sell high, Pikachu. So I have, I have a question about okay. products like this. Yes. Collectibles. And Mike, you might be able to answer this because of your recent foray into flipping. I know you've made a lot of money. You have a lot of, a lot of flip knowledge, some tips. Flipnology, we call it. Oh, flipnology. What? Oh, that's... I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, have to, I have to say what just happened. What? We were just flipped off by Dana. <laughs> what? On, on Mark's screen. Who, who's, who's Dana? Dana is Mark's wife. I'm uncomfortable right now. <laughs> she, want, she wants to watch TV with me. Well, you know what? Guess I'm, what? Tell us. You're wordy working. now. <laughs> yeah, People in hell important. want ice cream. Mm-hmm. And we're all in hell right now. We ain't eating right. ice cream. People in China want reasonable living conditions. And movies to watch. That's not... On the list. It's not one of the things they want. I think want. it is on the list. I don't think it is. So my flip question is when, when, I, when I hear these stories about things selling for a lot of money on eBay, 
isn't it how much of that is a fraud to gin up interest in the product they're trying to sell in other words yes a, a an oreo pokemon oreo might have sold for 1200 mm -hmm. but isn't it possible that somebody sold that to themselves or a friend just to create the illusion to create this perceived value that doesn't really exist so they can then cash in on all the other oreo pokemon that they have stowed away i mean i look there there are you know hundreds of completed auctions with this now i don't think one guy is sitting right. there selling what's things the most you saw sell for uh i think i saw one for like twelve thousand dollars that was supposedly in condition yeah and i think most of them were like around like 500 bucks or so but why hmm. enough that i kind of was like i want to see if i maybe i just go to target tonight and i didn't but i it did go through my head when i read the story yeah, I don't need a bunch of Oreos sitting around my house. You know they're vegan. It, do it doesn't matter. They're still not good for you. <laughs> yeah. A lot of vegan desserts aren't very healthy, I don't think. Yeah. It's a common theme. In I mean, most food. desserts, period, really. But What about Turkish Delight? Yeah, what about Baked Alaska? Uh, baked Alaska is not good for you. Uh, Turkish Delight is uh, <laughs> practiced safely, and it can be very good for you. <laughs> Kevin. 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 Why, why do you keep looking at me like that? Uh, Kevin. Uh, that's, that's Getting real uncomfortable, guys. Tell you what, flip tip creepy. number seven. Ah. Make the demand scarce and make the supply ungettable and you've got a high margin top profit squeeze the dividend. Squeeze the dividend. I feel like... Squeeze the dividend. Maybe we need to rethink our merchandising scheme then and mm, really embrace exactly. Scarcity. There's only one. There's only one shirt. <laughs> Just there's one. only one shirt at Redbubble, and it is twelve thousand dollars. So if you get it, you can be probably sell it for even more. But I'm I'm sorry for the listener. It appears as though Mark is ridding his home of spirits. I believe he just oh, lit yeah. a sage bundle. Are you? What are you doing, Mark? Is there a, is there a specter in your house? Yeah, um, I'm <laughs> ridding Dana from the back room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. To getting back to what we're, to what what I rudely interrupted, Mike. I apologize. You were referencing the single shirt that we have, right? Yeah, there's one shirt. It's uh, it's also the shirt is it's real, but it's also an NFT. So think about that. How much more that is worth? Oh. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Some, I think blockchain technology is involved in. Yep, it's in that called NFT. Exactly, it's uh, polyester blend blockchain. Mm -hmm. Get it? Well, the getting's good. Get one. Be the only the only person the only other person who has one is named Grimes. <laughs> it's it's a terrible name, but <laughs> people like it. And she wore it when she was recording her album that was comprised entirely of uh mouth sounds run through a vocoder I'll, i'd like to do i'd like to do one of the songs <laughs> that's the single the hit single it's a hit boys mm-hmm mark's gonna be able to do some real magic with that i think <laughs> yeah you can remix it maybe yeah so our last story comes to mm. us from The Guardian. Mm. Oh, The Guardian. Mm. What are they guarding again? 
the galaxy. Freedom. Freedom. The British. The British Islands. A man in Lithuania was admitted to a hospital in the Baltic city of Klaipeda with severe abdominal pain. That'll send you to the hospital. That's a that's a lot of that's a mouthful. That's too much. An X-ray of the man's stomach revealed a mass of metal objects that appeared to be mostly screws and nails, with some measuring as long as four inches. <laughs> Sounds like he went to eat a Taco Bell. What? Ouch. <laughs> After a three-hour operation, doctors were able to remove all the metal, which weighed over two and a quarter pounds. For the rest of the world, that's about a kilogram. Hey, Kevin? Yeah. Were they also able to remove the ball of hair? No, that was that was like three months ago, Brian. That's right. I don't remember right. that one way to, at all. Way to make a, a callback. That's mm-hmm. a big callback. That is. That poor girl was ignored stomach. Yeah. for years as she consumed her own hair, and no one noticed, no one paid her any mind, and but we Kevin, cared. Made, Kevin made fun of her. No, no, we cared on the That's uh, what I want INS. people to remember, is you thought it was hilarious that that <laughs> happened to her. See, you're still laughing. You can't stop laughing about it. Is it is it only girls that you want to get hurt? <laughs> no, I'm reading about this guy right now. Oh, but you feel bad for him. She only had hair in her stomach. He had metal in his stomach. Metal up your ass, Metallica. That's probably how it got there. Yeah. He's probably sitting on a toilet bowl and a fistful of metal went up it. <laughs> fistful of rock music went up his butt. And deposited the metal in his stomach. The mm-hmm. man was in stable condition after the dis- <laughs> <laughs> The man was in stable condition after the surgery, and he told doctors he began swallowing metal objects over the last month after he had stopped drinking. I get that. You gotta replace the vice with another vice. You gotta do something mm. to feel good, you know? Yeah. Man can't live on bread alone. Sometimes you need a a V eight, a, a V eight screws right. and nails, six penny nail. He wanted to go get screwed up. <laughs> that's what I call a that's what I call a screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> he replaced the screwdriver with a screw. Let's keep them coming. This is really good, this is really good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is strong material that we're closing out with. I know. This is <laughs> bringing the A game. So I don't. I guess I don't understand. Yeah, that that was an explanation for. Not... That's not a good explanation. No, I, right. I, I, I don't think it was. But you know that he said. You know he he stopped drinking, so he started eating metal. I mean, are you sure he just wasn't marking the time by saying, "Yeah, it was about when I stopped drinking," but they're completely unrelated. Well, it, does, it seems like that would be weird that he would just... Maybe we're, we're making a jump in, in logic right now that we shouldn't be. No, he... Yeah, he, I think so. I think he, a more logical jump in logic would be that <laughs> that he was like, well, I just, you know, I was, I was eating hair before, but then I stopped, you know, I got used to it and I couldn't come anymore. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> I had to up it. I suppose that the DJs on 98.9 could have told him that he needed to eat that metal to to save the world. That's possible, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to need to eat a whole bunch of aluminum siding to save the world. Then we're going to have a little death leopard to follow it up. (laughs) Drummer only had one arm. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. I mean, how's he doing? Is he okay? Yeah, it's in stable condition. 
Well, what if you developed a taste for it, like pica, like people that eat dirt when they have pica? Oh yeah, or, or like cannibals. pigs get pica. Pigs, pigs get, get pica. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's where I think it's where it comes from. Is pigs when we do it? I bet he was craving iron. <laughs> Don't you I mean, think? And this is it's, the episode we win the, the Nobel Prize for science. Well, yeah. we've established that we don't think very much of scientists, right? Yeah, they're <laughs> full of shit most of the time. Yeah. They're just trying to they're just trying to slack off from work. Yeah. Just the laziest people in the world get into science. The biggest slackers are scientists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their whole their whole mission is to figure out how they can do the least amount of work possible. They want to catch birds or bury people in a cave. Sometimes they just want to yeah. play with dogs. Play with dogs. Play with dogs. Yeah, that's a phony job. What if you're a dog walker? That's fake job. job too. Doing, yeah. Dogs All, don't need to walk. Yeah. They can walk on their own. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty was, of times. Yeah. Open the door. Open the door and go, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come back when you're hungry. That's right. When the street lights come on, you have to come home. Yeah, that's what my parents did to me. Do you remember? I'm not a dog. A no, you're not. You made it. Not I yet. made it. I'm just fine. Mm-hmm. And you never will be with that attitude. That's right. I'm just fine. We weren't coddled like Mm-mm. kids today. Not in our day. Not nope. in our days. Mm-mm. We weren't coddled. When I, I, me and my six brothers and sisters, she would throw one piece of raw meat a steak mm-hmm. on the floor and go fight for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't the oldest, but I still, I tell you what, I still got a little piece of that steak, that raw steak. <laughs> That's probably why you admire raccoons so much. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, and you know, there were days that I would probably would have had to eaten screws and nails. Maybe this guy was just, uh, came from a big family. Yeah, that was, I think that was like a, a yearly theme on the, the Waltons. <laughs> oh, Yeah. They, that's when america was really good john boy <laughs> crammed the the nails and screws in his mouth yeah <laughs> christmas dinner yeah that mole is on his face was a, a scar from an infection that went wrong when one of his brothers ripped at his face mm-hmm. in in fighting over a piece of wheat <laughs> one one, one piece grade. of wheat one one piece mm-hmm. of wheat uh, one piece of wheat separated life and death for those those Walton boys. Yeah, and that's why you never saw that other brother in the mm-hmm. show. Was Dick Van Patten on the Waltons? No. He was on Eight, Eight is Enough. It is enough to fill our lives with love. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you get discovered, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping so. That's how Mariah Carey got discovered, was just randomly singing uh, TV theme songs on a podcast by Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. He said, baby, you got the goods. Next thing you know. Sing these Christmas songs. Sing these Christmas songs. Sell this whiskey. So Last week, right, Mike? Yeah, uh, Yeah. I think so. I can't remember. A long time ago. Long time ago. Lots happened since then. Did we do good? <laughs> good job, guys. You're all doing such yes. a good job. I'm very yes. proud of you. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, just kidding. You fucking suck. Uh, that's oh, negative man. reinforcement. That that's doesn't negative. feel as good. Yeah, I like positive reinforcement. Maybe if you made better. more effort, I can try I wanna, to love you. Now I want to lash out. Mm, yeah, I want to <laughs> go, go vandalize something. Go break something, yeah. Yeah, I want to go break it. 
something glass I want to shatter. Yeah. Do you want to be fucking cool? Let's get some stickers and put them on things. Yeah. Some stickers for, I don't know. Do we have any stickers? I got some. I got some right here. Yeah. I hear everybody's doing it. Yeah. Oh. How could you, how could you get a sticker, an INS sticker though? Oh, it's, it's easy to do. If you oh. go, is there a way? If you live anywhere in the world and you <laughs> give $1 to, what about our, Kansas? Including Kansas. And you give oh. $1 to our Patreon. We will send you a sticker, even though we're sending one. This might just sent one to Canada. And, yep. uh, post it costs a... more to send than it did for you to Patreon. Exactly. We are that committed. But, we, but we're that committed. And I draw on the back of every envelope. Oh, nice. A different cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A UFO, a Bigfoot, big a mummy. Uh, something else. I, 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 I yeah, I spent all day drawing yesterday. <laughs> well, now I want people who get those stickers to take a picture and send it back so I can see them. Okay. I want to see. We do. There yeah. is. We do on our Patreon for the subscribers. One of our, uh, listeners in Ireland did vandalize a poll with an INS sticker. Yeah. Pretty fucking yeah. cool. And again, yeah. do, we have per- do we have permission? Probably not, but there's there's more than one Finnegan in Ireland. No, there's just one. There's just the one. <laughs> I've never heard that name in every single movie featuring an Irish character in my entire life. I've never, <laughs> what if, what about? I mean, you, we asked about Kansas. I just wanted to see if we could check off some other locales to make sure that yeah. we could we could in fact ship there. What, what about uh, Kansas? Okay. It, what about Antarctica? Ah, if there's a researcher out there filling his or her. <laughs> time in antarctica what's the wait what is the station from uh the thing mcmurdo station i don't remember i don't think we ship there yeah it's 98.9 the eagle that rocks (laughs) (laughs) what about peru could we could we send a sticker to peru if you're a peruvian listener and you spend one dollar on a patreon we will send you a uh, a sticker anywhere in the Andes. It doesn't matter. What if what if somebody lived in the Guangdong province of China? Yep, we're doing it. Oh, fact, okay, so yeah, some people are. So it's okay. It's okay when your endeavors make money <laughs> off uh, off off China. But when I when I reach out to the people over there, it's uh, it's it's no good. Okay, personally on his next trip. Uh, mm, 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 okay, I don't think <laughs> sending a, a what is the equivalent of a care package is the same as exploiting an entire population. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A sticker is a care package. I don't, a sticker is a care package. Of course, it's a care package with a hand drawn cryptid on the back. That's oh. that is a connection to the free world. They're paying money. Mic. They're paying money for it. Right. There's there's value in that. They get something that represents freedom. There's a hell of a lot of value in that. It just just like there's a hell of a lot of value in a in a movie about a guy who has to fight uh, a sentient uh hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that I didn't know that happened in one of the Yes the Jack Jack Wharton films. I didn't know. I didn't know that a pop a hippopotamus gained sentience. That you know they they kill more people than any other animal. Any other uh, did you do you better believe me and the producers knew that, that when we were writing about, the script? What about humans? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure humans kill more. No, uh, no people. It's a lot of accidental deaths, but not with their we, mouths. They don't. Touche. Touche. We don't trample people as often either. I mean, a lot of people are killed by human mouths when people 
lie. <laughs> you ever think about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see you've been working on your your poetry journal. That's <laughs> that's good stuff. Every morning. Every morning. Just about three, three or four hours. <laughs> what about uh, what about Denmark? Could we put send a sticker to Denmark? We would Ooh, yeah. love to send a sticker to Denmark. Hmm, that's interesting. France. I feel like yeah. France would be a place that we they, might want to send. Do you think we'd send anything to, to France? France. I will tell you this. I've known some French people in my life. They all love mm-hmm. sticking things on other things. Yeah, it's just a French tradition. You know what? I like the French. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the anti-France. I don't either. American I like, thing. I, like I don't get that. Stuff. They're pretty cool. They're pretty they helped cool. us out a lot historically, and mm-hmm. they've embraced nuclear power, which I think is a great thing too. Hmm. Uh, what? How can you? How can you have any concerns about the environment? Oh wait, are you talking about nuclear power? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, Mike. Okay, yeah, power. yeah, yeah, totally. No, yeah, it's it's a real good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, read up on VC Summer, VC Summer One, VC Summer Two. Wait, VC Andrews? Three. Yeah, that's right. Uh, who wrote Flowers in the Attic? The greatest mm-hmm. novels of the 1980s. The sexy and the books. best Aerosmith record. Oh, true. Pump. <laughs> That's the one that Viticon covers the entirety of. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it! Got it! Do look like a lady! It's, I, can, I can hear Mark singing that now. <laughs> you know, I also don't think we should abandon nuclear power just because of mishaps in the past. Technology does advance. So. What, like last year? The fact, oh, come on. A 20-year project where billions of dollars are lost? I have loved giant octopuses that attack cities. <laughs> None of that's true. I love, I love, I love it when a giant gorilla knocks over building a building that I care about. Okay, right. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of supporting Mike now. Lost because because people abandoned the project. Lost because it was poorly designed, or lost because nuclear power is not a feasible way to provide power to billions and billions of people with little or no waste. That's I think, actually I think very you have simple good to take options here. that we don't need to talk about on the air. Oh no, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> but uh, so thanks for listening to the International News Service. <laughs> check us out on uh, check out our merch store on Redbubble. Check us out on Patreon. Feel free to email us at internationalnewspod at gmail and do us a favor: uh, rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, and tell at least seventeen people about us. At yeah. least four of which you punch in the face. Yeah, mm-hmm. and take a picture of that. Oh, yeah. Or maybe don't. Eh, who cares? Yeah, you don't want to get caught doing that. It's yeah, true. Don't, yeah. You, what if you could punch a corpse? If you're in Florida and oh, you have a corpse yeah. in your basement, you could totally yeah. punch that. INS, punch a corpse for us. Before or after coitus. <laughs> Postcoital corpse punching? Is that the... Corpse coitus. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.